Hi, uh, my name is Will McHenry. I am the program associate for Ponar's Eurasia, and I'm here to record a uh, podcast with Sufyan Jumukov. He is the senior research associate at Ponar's Eurasia, and he's recently published a um, couple of uh, books. First, Putin's Olympics, the Sochi Games, and the Evolution of 21st Century Russia with Professor Robert Ortung. And then um, another book, which we'll be speaking about uh, today, Mass Religious Ritual and Intergroup Tolerance, which he, um, Intergroup Tolerance, The Muslim Pilgrims Paradox, which he published with another Ponars member, Mikhail Alexiev. Sufyan, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast series. Thanks for inviting. Great. And I look forward to asking you some questions about this recent research. Um, so what is The Muslims Pilgrims Paradox? Well, that's how we called uh, our book with my co-author, Mikhail Alexeyev, from San Diego State University. Uh, and it refers to this famous 17th century religious book, uh, Pilgrim's Progress. So uh, in our case, uh, uh, pil Muslim pilgrims as paradox uh, has been observed uh, by several researchers' groups including one uh, recently, uh, uh, one recent study by a group of scholars at Harvard uh, University. And the paradox uh, is uh, very interesting. Uh, it uh, turns out that when Muslim pilgrims uh, from all over the world uh, go and perform Hajj in Mecca uh, annually. Uh, there are from uh, 2 million uh, to 4 million uh, Muslims uh, uh, performing uh, Hajj, which is uh, one of five pillars of Islam. So they, uh, they, the recent studies show uh, that uh, pilgrims come back more tolerant uh, t in many ways, uh, more tolerant in gender issues, more tolerant uh, to other uh, Muslim uh, branches and uh, schools. But most importantly, uh, they come back, as uh, research uh, shows, more tolerant toward uh, secular ideas, more tolerant toward the West, including the United States and European Union, which is really a paradox because they never meet uh, secular people uh, on their journey. Uh, they never meet uh, Americans or Jews or Buddhists. However, they come back and uh, become more tolerant. Fascinating. So how does the Hajj pilgrimage make Muslims more tolerant? Uh, well, uh, it, uh, the key point here is socialization. Uh, because uh, Muslims who live in their like, small communities around the world, uh, and in uh, this particular case, we studied uh, Russian Muslims from the North Caucasus. Uh, so they don't know about the diversity of Islam. So they think that whatever small uh, examples of Muslim behavior, Muslim way of thinking they have in their little uh, Muslim communities uh, is the true one. However, then they perform pilgrimage and they encounter 
Muslims from dozens of countries. And they see that this is very diverse group. So that diversity makes them much more tolerant. So for example, uh, we conducted focus groups with uh, Muslims who wanted to perform Hajj but didn't have chance. Uh, two groups, uh, female with females and males. And also we conducted uh, focus groups with uh, Muslims who performed Hajj pilgrimage, who were also a female group and male group. And we discovered that uh, their views, uh, the, the views of uh, those who performed Hajj are more diverse. Uh, so uh, there are many examples. However, I'll just uh, one famous or uh, f one famous uh, like uh, concept in uh, 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 th that is observed uh, by outsiders in Islam: the attitude of Muslims toward uh, pictures. Uh, so those who didn't perform Hajj believed that it's a sin to uh, take pictures. So when after, and, and we just discovered this very, uh, absolutely accidentally, because after uh, each of focus group, we asked the participants just to take a picture with us. So both uh, groups, two groups uh, of uh, men and women who didn't perform Hajj, they refused absolutely. They said, no, this is a sin. We don't want to take pictures. And uh, but but uh, the other two group who performed Hajj, they said yeah sure, and and we took their mm -hmm. pictures and we put them in our book, and uh, this is very interesting because those who perform Hajj, they see that everybody's taking pictures, and every Haji, when he or she comes back home, they uh, usually have a photo album. Uh, of how they like, uh, which is not much different from any travelers' yeah. <laughs> for the album. So uh, that's that's one of many many exa examples. So, uh, but however, we uh, uh, re researched this uh, more uh, in depth, and we arrived at this uh, kind of uh, theory. Uh, the social theory that uh, Hajis go through three uh, stages. Uh, so uh, th th that's what we kind of call the structure of uh, uh, pilgrims' paradox. So first is repositioning. So Hajis from uh, Russia, from uh, India, from the United States, from many parts of the world, they go from one civilization, from one culture, to a very different one, to Saudi Arabia. And it's absolutely different, believe me. There is, it's, like the, it's more different than anybody can imagine, than I could imagine. Uh, so th uh, th that's kind of cultural shock. And it's similar, for example, to in many ways to the cultural shock that I had when I arrived first in the United States. And I also... Uh, uh, kind of reflected on that. Uh, the second stage is, we called it recategorization, when people see that everybody's equal uh, mm -hmm. during the Hajj, 
everybody's dressed similarly or, or, or like this millions of people had have access to the same kind of services and this is something that uh Malcolm X uh famously uh, experienced in uh, when he performed his Hajj pilgrimage in 1963 uh, and uh, he describes it in his autobiography how uh, for the first time he being black racist encountered uh, uh, this uh, m millions of people who uh, were equal. Uh, anybody from Africa, from the United States, from Asia, uh, from Europe, everybody, uh, whites and blacks, uh, would, were the same. And that changed Malcolm X and he stopped being racist. He came back from Hajj absolutely transformed. Uh, in the third stage, we called it repersonalization. It is when uh, 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 Haji, a pilgrim, uh, changes his view about his own or her, her own identity. Because before going to Hajj, usually people think that they would change, they would never uh, commit sins uh, or like uh, reject everything uh, secular, etc. However, during the Hajj, they understand that you can't do it without, you can't split between secular and uh, religious without developing mental uh, problems, mental issues. So they accept the secular, they accept uh, the, this world. And when they come back, for example, to Russia, they are more tolerant to the cruel Russian state, to the, to the uh, they are not uh, distracted by like uh, uh, some, some uh, uh, anger, uh, uh, like pushback toward uh, uh, the secular norms of the state. So people go through these three stages. However, we don't claim this is kind of universal and like you take a terrorist and send him or her to Hajj and the, the person uh, becomes uh, uh, transformed because uh, one of the most in infamous examples of it is Osama bin Laden who also performed Hajj. So this is not <laughs> like so practical and universal thing. However, the studies show and not only ours but many others uh, that uh, this is a general trend, that uh, people go through these stages, repositioning, recategorization, repersonalization, and socially become more tolerant. How do you apply your theory outside of the Hajj and outside of Islam? Uh, uh, we uh, devoted to these uh, two issues, uh, two chapters of our book. Uh, first, we took uh, this uh, out of uh, uh, Hajj and, uh, and compared uh, Muslim communities in European Union and in the United States. And the difference is that in Europe, usually uh, people come, uh, Muslim communities arrive, come from particular places. So, for example, in Germany, majority of the Muslims in Germany come from Turkey. Majority of Muslims from uh, in in uh, in France uh, arrive from uh, uh, Tunisia and uh, Algeria. Majority of Muslims uh, in the uh, United Kingdom 
arrive from uh, f former United Kingdom uh, uh, colonies. So, and this usually is not very diverse. Meanwhile, in the United States, Muslims arrive from about 75 different countries, and it's extremely diverse. There is not a single group in, uh, in the United States that dominates. So because of that, uh, the researches, not our research, but the researches that we used, uh, like Pew uh, Research and others, they show that Muslims in the United States are more integrated, much more integrated in uh, the United States uh, society than Muslims in Europe. So, uh, and, and that's how we apply it outside of Hajj. Then we uh, took one step further, and in the last chapter of our, uh, in the last chapter of our book, we applied uh, this uh, outside of uh, Islam. So we took two uh, Latin American organizations, uh, National Council of La Raza, and League of United Latin American Citizens. And uh, uh, when we uh, studied the, uh, uh, the history of those organizations, we uh, saw that uh, the League of United Latin uh, American Citizens, otherwise called LULAC, uh, it was predominantly Mexican-American organizations with little diversity. And as such, it was losing its members uh, until it transformed and uh, they decided that uh, they would uh, become more diverse. Uh, they would uh, include other uh, Latin American immigrants. And in 1994, for the first time, they elected the first woman president. So as soon as they became more diverse, they uh, became more popular. Meanwhile, the other Organization National Council of La Raza, uh, it, uh, uh, from the beginning, uh, they have had rules that uh, the organization could not be dominated by Mexican-Americans, uh, which is 65% uh, of Hispanic population uh, of the United States. And within a decade, uh, they... Uh, became so accepted, uh, they became so integrated in uh, the United States that they were, they became funded by the federal government, they part actively participated in the United States politics and uh, uh, registered uh, more than half a million new Hispanic voters. So uh, 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 the example of these two uh, organization showed the value of diversity uh, versus uh, when uh, um, uh, an organization or a community is dominated by uh, one big majority. Fascinating. Well, thank you so much for uh, appearing on the Ponar's podcast series, Sufyan, and we really look forward to your further research uh, going forward. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you very much.